Download the app, Bet Big, Win Bigger. And I got to tell you, I really like the sound of that. And with WinBet, it's just that easy. WinBet has what you need to win. So if you're from Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, or right here in Virginia, sign up today to receive this special offer. New users can take advantage of WinBet's bet $50 to win $200. Just bet $50 and win $200 in free bets. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com. Download the app, bet big, and win bigger. Let's get after it. Terms and conditions apply. Must be 21 or older and present in a state where win bet is available. Gambling problem? In Arizona, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. In Colorado, Indiana, New Jersey, and Virginia, call 1-800-GAMBLER. And in Michigan, 1-800-270-7117. Tennessee, y'all too. 1-800-889-9789. Welcome to the Greenlight Podcast. Today is Will Compton Day here at Greenlight. The boy joins to talk Draymond Green podcasting during the NBA Finals. Him and Chris have a discussion about whether that's distracting to his play or not. Then we go through some future situational dad moments for both Will and Chris. We want to see how they react in certain inevitable future situations with their children. And at the end, it's Chris, Kyle, and Dr. Fax drafting short kings. You've waited for a while, and here it is. Y'all enjoy. Welcome to the podcast. I'm your host, Chris Long. I've got Dr. Fax with me. We're going to have Will Compton join in the podcast. This is the most professional open I've ever done. Uh, I'm going to move this bad boy along, get to Will Compton. We're going to talk about the Draymond Green debate. We're going to talk about Omaha. We got a little Omaha Midwest talk in there. Uh, we got some fatherhood talk. Uh, and speaking of that, I got another new father in the building today following Will Compton, Kyle Long my brother, uh, who, who is a dad as well. Maybe we'll talk a little fatherhood, but we're definitely going to do the short Kings draft as promised. I didn't want to have to wait, make you wait a long time. I wanted it to be a really short time that you had to wait. Uh, so as promised facts, myself, Kyle, all tall Kings going to draft some of our favorite short Kings should be short King awareness month. What, what month is this? June, we're in June. I can tell because there's nothing to fucking talk about in the sports world. We're gonna do a Short King draft and this is hereby considered Short King Awareness Month, June. Just a heads up, June is Pride Month. So you have a point. And, uh, and so I hereby, I hereby slide Short King uh, Awareness Month to July. All due respect to July 4th, and all that sort of thing, but uh, perfect. Do you yeah, want to hit us with for, a layup line, also? Yeah, sure. We'll do a layup line. Do you have any songs about short people? How about a short musician? I heard John Prime being talked about 
earlier. How about Bob Marley? Let's five go. Eight. Oh, yeah, he's five eight. Yeah, Eddie giving Vedder, away your big board, two. Kyle. Yeah, there's some other greats. There's a on the perfect, big board. perfect song. We'll go short people by Randy Newman. <laughs> they got little hands, little eyes, they walk around telling great big lies. They got little nose. Tiny little teeth. Sure. <laughs> nice. nice. It's man. perfect. Yeah, there's yeah. a lot of short musicians to choose from. I didn't want anybody to feel slighted. So let's get to Will Compton, who's a medium king. I think he stands about six foot one, <laughs> although he looked like a short king standing shirtless in that bay when he was in Charleston. If you if you know Will Compton, he's on Bussin' with the Boys. Go give him a follow. Uh, he's one of my favorite young people in sports media. Very talented. Very funny. So, without further ado, Will Compton, and then Dr. Fax, Kyle Long, myself. Stick around. The right draft pick can take your team to the playoffs and beyond. When you're scouting prospects, you need a powerful partner. You need Indeed. Indeed is the hiring platform where you can attract, interview, and hire all in one place. Find great talent faster through time-saving tools like Indeed Instant Match, assessments, and virtual interviews. With Instant Match, over 80% of employers get quality candidates whose resume on Indeed matches their job description the moment they sponsor a job, according to Indeed Data US. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it makes hiring all in one place so easy because with virtual interviews, Indeed saves you time. You can message, schedule, and interview top talent seamlessly all in one place. Even better, Indeed's the only job site where you pay for applications that meet your must-have requirements. Indeed is the unbelievably powerful hiring partner, delivering four times more hires than all other job sites combined, according to Talent Nest 2019. Sign up for Indeed now and get $75 credit towards your first sponsored job. Plus, earn up to $500 extra in sponsored job credits with Indeed's virtual interviews. Visit indeed.com slash bluewire to learn more. Claim your credits at indeed.com slash bluewire. Indeed.com slash bluewire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. I got Willie from from the bus. Willie from the bus. We've been to the bus, Nate. Yeah, we were at the bus, man. That uh, was good, great. That good was times great. on the bus. Will Compton's with us. Will, I haven't seen you since uh, since since we came to Nashville, which feels like five months ago, but it was like a, about a month ago. I know, but it all, it, look, man, at the end of the day, the way our friendship has kind of like weirdly flourished, we've only seen each other one time. I do feel like we are hanging out at least once a week, whether we're on the internet or yeah. shooting each other text messages. Uh-huh. Like we're always vibing, dude. I know. That's why we got to get to, we got to get to Nashville for play, not for business. Dr. Fax yes. and I. Yes. Yeah. Definitely. Nashville is a fun place. I've been to Nashville for a bachelor party before. Well, that's what happens there. Yeah. And a lot of bachelorette parties, actually. I also. noticed that as well. Yeah. Um, oh, buddy, number one bachelorette capital in the world. Why is that? Why is that? Because chicks in Tennessee a... get married a lot. They cycle through, so it just they lead the league. It's a volume. They're like volume scorers. Yeah, dude, it's like a merry-go-round. You put a quarter in, it's a different group every week. <laughs> Dr. Fax, you would have a great time here. You're like, I, I, I saw that bachelorette party. I saw that bride like two years ago here what, with the thing on her head. Well, what, what is it about line dancing that chicks are like, yo, let's go do it's this? It's not just line dancing, dude. <laughs> That's what it seems like. <laughs> he thinks it's line dancing. Bro, Nashville, it's like Nash Vegas, man. Like, you know, you go to Vegas, like, you know, you're clubbing all the time. And I feel like, like chicks do that. Everybody does that, right? Yep. But you go to Nashville, like women love country music. They, wear, they love the the skirts they love the boots they want to get a pair of boots when they're there they want to get a little hat 
you can't really do that everywhere. That's why I feel like Nashville is like a vibe for a lot of people. Nashville's also fun for people of all ages, I feel like. You could be drinking next yeah. to a 65-year-old man and a frat kid. You know, like the same bar. Yes. It's not it's totally uh it's it's age appropriate no matter who you are. That begs the question I was going to ask you later in the show. Nebraska dude, Omaha, you know, takes center stage here in a couple weeks, right? Or I don't even know when the yeah. fuck. Now that Tennessee's out, doesn't even matter, does Which it? Which is a bummer, dude. I hate that Tennessee's out. You like love or hate that team. I feel like they like pioneered this fun vibe of just like when Mike Concho, whatever that dude's name is, Jordan, I forget his last name. When he goes yard and just beats his chest, throws the bat down, flips off coaches, like no, guys, guys, like, guys, guys, guys want to decapitate those boys with the with with the baseballs. They break so many unwritten rules. I mean, these guys have so I, much fucking sauce. It's incredible. And I, ironically, I remember watching. I've watched really three. I don't want to be a poser. I'll just tell you, I am. I've watched a few games this year, and I watched fucking uh, Tennessee, and I was like, I'm in love. Love at first sight. Virginia got eliminated. I'm like, I'm riding with the Vols. Uh, and then I watched yeah. Notre Dame, and I'm like, they are the polar opposite. When they do something good, they do like a business-like handshake. And Tennessee's out there flipping off the outfield. They're fucking doing bat flips, Bro. the whole thing. So to get beat by the business suit, guys, is a real twist of the knife. Yeah, like, it just sucks because they were they were rolling this year. And we got to interview the head coach of Tennessee, who's an awesome dude, Italian, got thrown out of games, like, you just know, Chris, like, and you too, Dr. Pax, like being on a team where you guys have that edge to you and the coaches bought in and everybody's vibing like that in the, in the yeah. dugout, like you would be, that's the team you want to play on. Yeah, that's a it's electric. Vibe. That's an electric vibe. So where does Omaha rank when it comes to Midwestern cities and towns? Because people rave about Midwestern this Omaha, <laughs> Omaha place. I feel like you're a fucking, you have a, a you know, 500 level degree in uh mid yeah, in the so, midwest and now it depends like people have different ideas about who is in the midwest so yeah, who's like, in that conference bro what are the that's what i'm saying are we are including the like the ohio's in the, of the world what is but, the best city surrounded by corn i'll rephrase it <laughs> now we're talking yes. i do think now that i'm thinking about it there's Man, there's some not very good cities surrounded by corn, but you got to go in Nebraska. Like, think about what, like, what do you got? Some places in Iowa. Yeah, you got some places in Kansas. Like, what about St. Louis, the, man? What about the what about the others to, right up north from you, brother? But you said surrounded by corn. You said surrounded by corn. That's, that's a lot of corn for it, my palate. So, is there is. more corn yeah, in Nebraska? You, you guys have even more corn there, huh? Oh, bro. There's way more corn, but there's more cows than there are people in Nebraska. Omaha. I think that's a I, Dr. Facts. I think that's something you need to add. Omaha, 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 Omaha steaks, <laughs> biggest steak, one Omaha of the biggest steak. steak companies. Hey, you got to have cows if you got the steaks, you right? You got to have cows. Yeah, you have to. Omaha's a good vibe though. Like, like yeah, you get outside of Omaha or Lincoln, it is truly all corn. I'm talking towns where there's 200 people in the towns, 100 to 200 people in the towns. You'll just go by. You'll just go by a stop sign. There'll be one stop sign in the entire town, and it'll be a straightaway, and you'll drive through the town. They're everywhere in Nebraska. So, so you get outside of Omaha or Nebraska or Omaha or Lincoln, it is all corn. I will say Omaha is a good variety of places to be. Um, what I mean by that is like you got kind of like a, a city-ish vibe, but it's like it's weird for me because growing up in Bonterre, like a small town in Missouri, St. Louis was like the biggest city I had ever seen. Yeah, it's then you go to like Lincoln or Omaha. To me, I felt like it was a city vibe, but a lot of dudes from like actual cities are like, dude, this isn't a city whatsoever. So you kind of get like a cool, like, uh, 
like a younger metro type vibe in Omaha. Like you might think of Omaha, Nebraska and think of like a lot of corn and stuff, but really, I mean, you can do a lot of different shit there. Like you got the, uh, the college world series, one of the best. Have you been there Omaha's for the college world series? Be. Have you been there for the college? Yes, world bro. Series? It is incredible. It is incredible. Give the, the syllabus to the people that are uh, making that pilgrimage this week. So yeah, it'd be great to catch a game. It's always good. All the boys are in town. You want to go catch a game of the college world series. Like, oh, I'm going to the college world series, but you don't need to go to a game to have a reason to go to Omaha during the college world series. That's like there's so many game. things going on in. Yeah. There's so many things going around in the city and dude, I'm telling you, like, I'm not saying it's the Nebraska fan base, but the hosting that Nebraska people do yeah. for pit, for people that come in the city or come in the state, yeah. it's top notch, bro. I'm talking Midwestern hosting. Yeah. Like it's, it's all they the great love people. To host, the manners, man. They love it, bro. They They'll love tell you host. where the Ace Hardware store is. I don't know if you guys yes. have Ace Hardware stores, but you know, like, you uh, to, uh, like Appleton, when you go to stay in green Bay, I mean, they just, I feel like, um, I feel like everybody's so nice. If you go to, if you go to, and are these Midwestern cities even? Should I make sure of that? I don't, you know, to me, that's North, bro. You okay. can go to Green Bay, Wisconsin, like that's the North. But they're just Midwesterners with more clothes on and less right. corn. Like, <laughs> yeah, 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 but yeah, they yeah. love to welcome you. They're a hosting ass people, dude. I, I was going to ask, what, where did you feel the most at home as a visiting NFL player? You didn't feel threatened. As a visiting NFL player. Yeah, like nobody's going to beat me up for playing on the other team. I'm not going to go to Dave and Buster's and catch static from a local fan. That's a good question. Um, I mean, you brought up a good point with Green Bay. Like, who? Let's name some. Let's name some. Uh, let's name some organizations. Name first. some like, organizations, Matt. Matt, and I'll tell you. Uh, it's in Seattle, raining. I feel pretty safe. Yeah. I feel pretty safe. Uh, now, that's a good one. That's a good point. They're going to be so loud, but I'm not afraid of them. But there's like, something, yeah, something I'm, about people not being like too scary when it's raining out either. Oh like, no! If you it, see the fans standing in the rain, just like why are I you guys got, standing I got in a the fan rain? tossed out of that field. <laughs> <laughs> I just snitched. And on it's them, like, Seattle's like the clean. The Seattle's like the cleanest city too. You know what I mean? Like you're excited to go play in front of all those fans, but you're not, you, you, there's no fear. Yeah. It's like, Oh, we get to witness this. Like you go to Philly or some of these other spots, like you're hyped because you know, like you're in danger. Duracell. You, know what I mean? you could get hit with a Duracell. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, like you have to like protect yourselves when you, when you go to Philadelphia, Seattle, you're excited to see the 12th man because I, you know, they're going to be loud, but you know, they're just going to be proud and nice people. I feel like we're forgetting one. There's got to be Indianapolis. Oh Midwest. yeah, you go to Indy. Everybody wants you to go to Indy so bad that lives mm. in Indy. Yeah, dude. Well, I mean the clan and stuff. Gary, Gary, Indiana, kind of, <laughs> kind of. You know, they're great. That's like South well, Chicago. Yeah, shout out to South, Freddie South Chicago. No, I know, but I'm talking about Indiana. I'm talking about Nap City. I'm talking about when you go to Nap City. They were so fucking excited to have a Super Bowl there, mm. and I don't blame them. There's, yeah. You know? playing for the Titans, like Indy kind of, you know, there's the rivalry between Indianapolis so and the Titans. So, for y'all. you know, not like it's hostile, but I wouldn't put them in the category of nicest fan base. Yeah. So we have a big debate here today. Skip. So we got Skip and Shannon. <laughs> who, who, who do you want to be? Who do you want to be? Shannon or Skip? Dude, like, honestly, I vibe with Skip. I love how he trolls everybody. <laughs> and I'm all about that because he's just like. He's going to die soon. And it's like he's gotten to the point where he just doesn't give a fuck, even more so than he did when he was younger. You know what I mean? Speaking of, hey, speaking of media legends, I have a special guest for Will Compton. Uh, <laughs> this is this. Oh! Yes, there he 
is. Hey, Will, here he is. I delivered him on a silver fucking platter. What do yeah. you want to say to this guy? Man, I'm caught off guard. I don't know what to do. We're in the lab right now. No, it's all right. I just, I, just, I just wanted to join since I'm a regular of this show. And uh, just wanted to hop in and say hi to Chris and, um, and the gang and, and uh, Will. Rich, how it's are been, you, uh, man? I, I know you... I think you hit the Zoom link. I think this is for your your the hit you're doing on our show later this week. Yeah. Oh, that's right. My yeah, bad. Yeah. My bad. My bad. I'm just. It's just a pop in. Um. But uh, we're gonna set up something regular. You yeah. and I, Chris. It'll okay. Be great. Um. Who for me coming on? Who on your show gets a car? Oh that? yeah. Um. And Doctor Fax gets a car. <laughs> Oh great! Yeah, Doctor <laughs> Fast gets a car, dude. Let's go! Yeah, yeah, and a pack of Coors Light. And a pack of Coors Light. I just wanted right. to—I wanted to put you guys in the same room, so to speak, because there's been a lot of chatter. Are we gonna get? Are we gonna get Rich Eisen on the bus soon? What's going on here? I think that's the biggest question. At the end of the day, it comes down to our producer is he's got a truck on the line. If Rich is sitting on the bus and we have a podcast, he gets a Chevy Silverado. And it's really, it's ultimately up to, it's ultimately up to Rich, but I feel like he's not going to be coming on until 2023. Is that fair to No, no, to no, no, no. Will, Will, uh, here's the deal. Like I said, over and over and over <laughs> again, there's got to be a motor under that hood of the bus. Because when, again, when, when Taylor first told me that you guys were starting your pod, um, I'm like, great, just take the, bus. you know, when you got the bus coming to Los Angeles, I'll hop on it. I'll do it anytime. And he tells me there's... There's no motor on the bus. And I'm like, then why a bus? And I still haven't really gotten a good answer. Like to this day. You know how some was... people do train cars as like guest houses and shit, Rich? Yeah. Same yeah. thing. It's the same thing. It's just the same thing. Okay. Well, but I I, I, I have spoken to Taylor um, and, and uh, negotiations are underway. Um, they're high level. They're high level. Um, but like all negotiations, they're fragile. Yeah. And, and can go in any direction. Yeah. Um, and now, now there's this Chevy Silverado on the line. There's a lot of pressure. There's a lot of pressure. And I think we're all feeling it, but, um, but will it might just have to be to start just one conversation like this, as you know, I've already, um, I've already taken you aside on my Twitter feed, um, in a video. Where did you take him, Rich? He took me on a walk, dude. I took him on a walk. <laughs> I feel like but I'm it was doing the nicest right walk I've ever been on. It was the nicest walk I'd ever been on, Chris. Well, hey. I gave him like a compliment. <laughs> he said, "He said, well, let's go for a I walk." Like, oh, hey, Rich, it, why don't you, Rich? Why don't you hit my line later? We can figure okay. out the next hit that you're going to be doing sure. on the show. But I no just problem. wanted, to, if you guys catch each other and maybe work it out one day. Will, I'm a big fan. Will, big fan <laughs> of Will. Fan. I appreciate Will. it. I'm just, ha I'm just happy you, uh, you're aware of who I am now. I know you, you and Taylor really went in on me in the beginning. Like, who's it's Taylor Lewan's podcast with some one of his <laughs> friends or buddies. That was funny, dude. Well, he is a comedian. Well, it's two comedians here, you guys. Uh, one of these days. One of these days. Rich, I'll see you later in the week, man. Okay. Okay, brother. I'll text you, you later. And, yeah, I'll see you soon. yeah, we'll talk Yo, tonight. I'll be back okay. on anytime. Anytime you need me, man. I love anytime. you, Rich. Okay, love you. Right see you. All right, Rich. Okay. I love you. I love you too, Rich. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Hey, dude, that popped into my head like 10 minutes before you came on, and I was like, I got to see if Rich, he, he left his kid's graduation to do that, dude. <laughs> that is awesome. That's why he's on his cell phone. So we're going to get, I'm trying to put pressure on Rich to come on the bus because this would be one of the most watched episodes of all time.
Oh, bro. If Rich came on the bus, I think it would be, <laughs> there's a lot of anticipation building up now that there's some history with Rich and bus with the boys. Yeah, We got some, uh, but dude, I would love that more. He, he's legitimately a legend. He is, we got he, some, yeah. He's fine. Go go we got some video evidence. He might've made a mistake, but did he just like potentially throw me a free car? <laughs> no, hey, I said car, any fucking car, dude, <laughs> any car. I didn't say a Chevy Silverado. I don't have that. I don't have that busing money over here, bro. Hey, Chris is gonna get you a Hot Wheel. A Hot Wheel, yeah, hot exactly. Wheel. Doll hairs. Hey, um, all right. So, Will, the big question is: Should Draymond Green have a podcast? Will and I, uh, we teased a little bit of this argument, and like good content creators, we didn't go all the way in. Where are you on Draymond Green's podcast? Because I was, I said, I woke up, I think, the morning of Game Four, and I said, "Dude, I am so tired of hearing about people talking about what a distraction Draymond Green's podcast is, um, and how it's affecting his play." If you can't do a podcast after the game, you shouldn't be able to do media, like period, because they're the same amount of work and presumably time and distraction. Uh, uh, do you think so? You think you work? You think you work the same amount getting ready for a, a media interview than you do on your podcast right now? No, I don't. No, I don't. But have you listened to Draymond Green's pod, Will? Yeah, I, I'm a fan of Draymond. I want it to be clear that I root for Draymond in his podcast. Gotta get My that man is a yeah. G yeah. Yeah. He's a he's a he's a genius doing this right after the that's where the it, that's where like you threw that out there and you're going through everybody like Rambo in Vietnam. You're ready to, no, you're ready to say what Rambo. you said and whoever and when whoever's in the comments, sit this one out, bud. Where's the issue? Where's this? Where's that? All I said was it can potentially affect his play. Yeah. I believe that that doing a pod while like legit while you're playing can affect your play because my man doing a podcast immediately right after the game that tells me and shows like it shows you it shows you that you can be thinking about that in the second half of the game i know it does for me like experience on my end like when i went to the raiders and we're still doing the pod and i'm getting asked about the podcast from coach Masaccia and hey what are you thinking about doing and anytime we lost or anytime there was something like you just felt this sense of like, I don't know if this is the best idea because how it can be portrayed. And if I'm like, there's, there were times like when I had played, like when I got too much, when, when Twitter had consumed me too much, I've talked about this on the pod where I was playing in a Thanksgiving game and I missed a couple of tackles in a row on Ezekiel Elliott. And instead of me thinking and, and getting back to my composure and everything else, all I was thinking about is, man, I wonder what Twitter's doing right now because I had spent time going back and forth with people on social media. So I feel like that can be the same thing. Like if he's doing a pod right after the game, like it all just depends on where his mindset is at the end of the day, bro, to me, if you're trying to straight win a championship, be the best athlete on the floor, win a championship with your teammates. Like, you know what it takes. Like it winning takes what it takes. Like you have to be fully there and you got to like, eliminate whatever distractions you can handle your distractions but you're picking um, and so choosing where but, like, but where I, I i i have a gripe here is you're picking and choosing distractions not only are you dealing in hypotheticals like you're hypo you're you're hypothesizing that draymond's play is being affected by just by talking about it because like you're speaking from your perspective and i can respect that as i sit here if somebody asked me chris could you do this like, it's not a trap. It's not me walking into a trap argumentatively to say, fuck no, I wouldn't do it because I'm different than Draymond. Like, I can't handle it. I wouldn't be able to handle it. I don't even, I don't even know, I don't even know if I could play in the NBA, a, a fucking a sport with no helmets. Like, where I, you know, like I have damn near social anxiety fucking meeting the fans after the game. I wouldn't want to be that famous, period. So I have no idea how he handles it. 
But if you listen to his podcast, it's 21 minutes long. It's literally much different than URI's podcast. You're booking guests in advance. You're, 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 ta- you're thinking about content. You know, it's almost like in college when they told us back in the day, hey, um, for every hour you spend in the class, you gotta spend two hours prepping. And we looked at our fucking schedules, like where are those hours? But that's how doing our kind of podcast is. Draymond's podcast is 21 minutes of, this is what happened in the game. I listened to it the other night. It was Steph Curry's great for 10 minutes. He, he does that at the podium every night, right? Then it was Andrew Wiggins played awesome, throwing an anecdote. Uh, then it was seven minutes on a, you know, like a masterful, um, I'm a team player. And when I got benched, I was all about the team. Like, I'm okay with being benched. Steve did a great job benching me. That I, I hated being benched in the moment because I'm a competitor. But I thought if you were going to show a kid what to be like after your worst moment, I thought Draymond's pod was really good. Now, that doesn't answer the distraction end of things. But you've been on team buses on the way home, 21 minutes of his time. How long are guys on FaceTime with random chicks? How long are guys playing video games on the back of the bus? How long are dudes like fucking scrolling through Instagram? It's your 24 hours. Everybody's spending it, you know, haphazardly from time to time. I think Draymond having the number one sports podcast in the game, he's helping himself, but he's also helping other guys by cutting out the middleman. And I think that's why there's a lot of tension from the media. At the end of the day, I think he does a good job of helping us athletes find an avenue to control our narrative. What do you think takes longer, Will? You tell me, and I cut you off earlier, so finish your thought, but my fault. But like, what do you think takes longer? Waiting for Clay Thompson to finish his interview, shuffling up to the podium, shuffling off the podium, walking back to the thing, or 21 minutes in his hotel room. I know his producer, I talked to his producer a few weeks ago, Jackson. I know, like literally he's hitting record and then you know, he's hitting stop and then Jackson has it for the night and he goes to bed. Like, I know it's that easy because it's not really an in-depth pod, right? Like, it's kind of child's play, this stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know no, what I mean? I, I, I agree with the stuff you are saying and the way you talked about his, like, last seven minutes of, like, somebody you want to uh, handle their self after their worst moment. I agree with all that shit. Yeah. I love that Draymond has a podcast. When I'm responding to your tweet, it's all in, can it affect your play? And I do believe that having a podcast and doing this stuff, whether or not like people that are scrolling on their phone or talking to their talking to chicks, like that can be, it's like, okay, well, is there a bad relationship going on with the chick? Because you might be thinking of a situation that might have happened with you and your relationship going on. But if it's just a casual phone call, like that's not a distracting thing. Yeah. But what, like, who's if you to were, say his shit is distracting? Uh, the, the podcast. Yeah. Who's to say that? You know what I mean? Like, how do we I'm know? saying it can I'm saying it can affect your I play agree with because you. at I the end of the day could. you're trying I agree well, with you. Well, what do we measure as as what's being affected by him because right now it's not like he's playing that well. No, it's not, but if you look at statistics on when he when he did a podcast in the 24 hours after the game and when he waited 24 hours, he's he's averaging the same. Here's the thing about Draymond Green. Draymond Green's career average is like damn near triple singles. Like his finals average, I have it right here, uh is 12 9 and 6, 31% from 3. He's 8 7 and 6 right now. He's in, in this playoffs. Now the finals have been a lot worse and they brought that average down, but Honestly, he's never been an offensive player, and when you watch him right now, yeah, he's not hes not who he was earlier in his career, but he's been pretty good in the other phases of the game. Like, Jalen Brown's really good, and he's going to get some shots up over him. Like, he's had to guard uh, Jalen Brown. He's, hard, hey, he's had to guard Biggs, uh, the Robert, what's his name, Robert uh, Williams kid. Um, he's got a really challenging gig. I just think, and another thing is, on top of that, Draymond Green, we're talking about Draymond Green's podcast 
what are we not talking about until Steve Kerr benched Draymond Green? We're not talking about Steve Kerr in a negative light for the you know deficiencies in his game planning and how he's managed games. You're not talking about Clay Thompson struggling. He's kind of taking those bullets. And yeah, I agree. Like you or me, it would probably distract us totally. But I don't think it distracts him for whatever reason. And like part of that is I've listened to podcasts and I hear his voice. Like he's not phased. Like either that or he's the best poker player of all time. The guy's mom tweeted at him how bad he was playing. He was like, My son's dude, playing. I saw that. So That's you think he grew up in a household where he's rattled by shit, dude? You know, I just think he's no, the no, rare no. kid that can pull this off. Do you guys guy that can pull this Do off. you guys maybe think that your anxiety comes from that being on a football team, it's way more people to kind of wonder even if someone even if you address the whole entire team and the majority yeah. says you know what we don't mind if you do this like is it is it the anxiety of just being like yo there's probably two guys that probably hate this they hate that like yes. i'm doing this yes and we're on a basketball team that and also and also you know football it's way more of a it's way more of like a you have to sacrifice from the logo type of thing like i feel like the nba i was trying to talk with jj about it on our on our episode but it was like do you feel like because JJ was doing his pod while he was playing as well. Right. Like, do you feel like NBA guys are way more independent than like football players? Because as, as yeah, you're right. Uh, you're right on, on walking in and thinking like our guys thinking about me doing this podcast while I walk in, because you see the sacrifice it takes to be on a football team, like to get ready for Sunday, all the sacrifice from Monday, all the way up until Sunday, you see what guys go through to where you just feel like the anxiety of, everybody's looking at everything you're doing all the time. The front office, the head coach, everybody is. So I do think it is a different dynamic um, in the NBA for sure. I guess exactly what I'm speaking to is the the fact of like, if we're talking about just winning the game and doing one thing, not, I'm not necessarily thinking of all the media stuff. I know. And I agree that you're right. Like I wouldn't be able to do what he's doing. You're saying you wouldn't be able to do what he's doing. He does seem to have like a way mature, way more like a, way more polished mind to handle some of this stuff. But it's like, I'm sitting back and thinking like, all right, you know, you get benched in the fourth quarter and yeah, like you might argue that it's not a distraction, but, but why give anything a chance to breathe at all when you're in the finals? Like if in football, you had a, a best of the three or best of five type scenario. And let's say you could handle it, Chris, like if you just got benched and had a bad day. And again, I'm not saying, yo, don't do this. Mm-hmm. Like, I just think there are a lot of variables. I'm just strictly talking about winning the championship, like winning the ring, focusing on one thing, like telling everybody else to, you know, fuck off and just, like so you're fully immersed in it like to me i'm giving the media whatever i gotta give them like i'm just showing face and doing my thing in front of the media but it's like yo if i'm gonna go back i'm gonna watch table myself and i'm not again i'm not saying this is what he needs to be doing i'm just talking about winning like i'm just talking about yo we are in the height of of everything like this is what every time i mean he could be in the norma text while he's podcasting you don't know that he could be podcasting while he's sitting down he's not he's not being he's not maybe he's he's, maybe he's got right he's ricing rest ice elevation what rest we all know that we all know the rice method yeah maybe he's doing the rice dude (laughs) see this is the thing like and this is where I get into it with fans. And just, you know, for me, I was like, damn, well, you can't really think this all the way, but it sounds like we're closer to each other than we think on this. But like, you know, some people are like, he should not be doing 21 minutes of a podcast. When, when I know for a fact as a professional athlete, like I try, I filled the day up with things that I could do to get myself better. Like, I, but honestly, I it's had no 20 different. Mo- 21 minutes to yeah, scroll it's Instagram. No I had there's- 21 minutes to, and football is way more 
uh, homework intensive. There's a lot of guys who do Twitch and they game. Like they get online, they game for three hours and they're going live and they're speaking. Like, so I don't really see the difference. Like, I, I just think it's 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 just new. It's, I think it's, it's who he it's, is it's, too. it's new and yeah, it, it, it's definitely who he is. And I think he's using that all to his advantage. And yep. at the end of the day, we're all talking about it. It's one of the number one podcasts right now. And at the end of the day, like this is what you but want. Pe people in their bubbles on Twitter and on timelines, they get to... These are the same people that didn't know Jim Rome had a fuck ton of money. Okay, oh. so yeah, we're, we're sitting. Right. We sit here yeah. in our echo chamber, which I, you know, I, I hate the way that you, the word is used sometimes. But we are all just like in our own world, and we're like, this is all we're talking about on Twitter is Draymond. There must be a meeting going on somewhere in San Francisco <laughs> right now, or at the team hotel in Boston. They're not thinking about us at all. They're not watching mm -hmm. TV. They're not listening to this podcast. They're not listening to your podcast. They're focused well, on, on the now. finals. Yeah, well, <laughs> they're, they're, I don't think they're all barstool guys. I don't know. But um, <laughs> you just all you don't know. I don't know. So they're, they're focused on the finals. And, you know, I, I do think that, like, when you – one thing I was going to mention was after the game, Steph Curry was asked about Draymond. You read body language and stuff. If it was a distraction mm -hmm. and he was resentful of Draymond's efforts or didn't think he could handle it, you know, then I think we'd notice. And I think the same. You'd see it. Yeah, I think you'd see it. And I also think some people are just, I think he's just playing bad. I think he's just getting fucking locked up. And I think, you know, their offense is different. They're making them get in their half court shit. And he's just not, he's not doing the four on three bullshit or whatever these ba basketball heads are talking about. Like his, <laughs> that his, two, three zone his, and not, his, you know, his transition. Game, yeah, when they blitz him, JJ, <laughs> JJ was on TV this morning saying, you know, the problem with Draymond is the way that they're guarding these guys. And, you know, like it's a different team than it was. Another thing is this, Will. Draymond hasn't been this deep in the playoffs in three years. So, you know, he's 31 years old. He's that type of undersized big that doesn't age that well. Like this could be just, he's just running out of gas and he didn't know that he was going to run out of gas in the finals. There's a hundred things we could point to. All I'm saying is I, the first one for me is not a 20-minute vlog I've never said that word from so the hotel. As a, as a listener of his pod, and I, again, I think it's an awesome podcast, but <laughs> two pods ago, two pods ago, he had mentioned how outside noise, he had let it affect his play because he was mentioning that. Like, I don't know yeah. if I let external things affect me, blah, blah, blah. So I like, uh, just to like draw a box of where, where, what I'm speaking to with it. It's a, it's like, if I was sitting there and it was just me and Draymond or me and any athlete, and I'm for whatever reason, a sports mental coach. Yeah. And you're just talking about the solo goal of winning and stuff. And how can we do, you know, how can you do that better? Like the dudes who are playing, who are streaming, playing Twitch guys, same, do to, them, right? same to them, right? Yeah, it's even the same to them. It's like, you know, how, what are you doing to maximize all this stuff? Like, that's what about why masturbators? Say, it, it, it just depends. Are we talking like <laughs> multiple times? So, a day? what were you not? Were you not spraying the walls and you know at the team hotel ever? Well, I, it Oh, you got to get the anxiety out of you somehow. So that's okay, what I'm saying. Like, so. are we doing this to get ready for the game? Or or is this like a problem that we have to address? Like, are you spending too much time on Pornhub? Yeah. Like, let's show me everything you're doing and what you actually think is affecting you. I think, you know, I, think I, I let the out, I think, outside noise affect me a little bit. I think, I think like 60 just, minutes a week he's spending on that podcast. If he's doing three podcasts at 20 minutes a piece, he's spending 60 minutes a week. You and I are podcasters. You know, listen to that thing. He's just fucking, and I'm not saying it's a poor quality podcast. It's the number one podcast in the land, dude, for a reason. Because people clamor to hear what, but that doesn't take any effort to be Draymond for 20 minutes and just be like, hey, man, you know, stuff. That's why he is who he is. And then he's like, 
hey man you know like uh sometimes you get benched and then at the end he's like wiggins 15 rebounds tonight that's more than he's ever had good night jackson fix this like that's the podcast that's the podcast. It just doesn't take that much effort is all I'm saying. You know this, man. You know this, man. The NBA <laughs> is like the party sport, dude. Jordan was playing golf with Danny Ainge the day of the Eastern Conference Final in the 80s. This was the pinnacle Smoke of hardwood. Right. My dad had Mean Joe Green over because he because Cedric Hardman, his roommate, went to school in Texas with Mean Joe Green. All this talk about... All these 80s guys, they didn't even talk to each other, the whole thing. They were eating in their 1,000-square-foot apartment at a three-guy table the night before the game. Joe Green, Cedric Hartman, my dad, because Joe Green was my dad's hero. But, like, all these old-school sports fans, it just it doesn't hold up. Even their heroes did this stuff. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. guys are partying. Who cares that a guy's podcasting? Some guys are at the strip club. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. People imagine yes. that athlete lives are way different than they are the week of the game, the day of the game, guys are normal. Now, when we're speaking to like fans and everybody who says, oh, he should do this yeah. or this person should do that, I agree yeah. 100%. It's all about how that dude can operate based on like their mentality. Like yeah, maybe you got a guy who, yeah, like uh, Erlacher, I know he's coming on. He's I saw him talk about how he just ate shitty his entire career. Yeah. Like he wasn't on some regimen, some diet, Ocho and he Cinco. just did his thing. And this dude, yeah, exactly. Ocho Cinco McDonald's, like, Guys do their thing, and if they're balling and they're and they're doing their thing while they're doing this stuff, where you might not agree because you might personally not be able to handle it, it's like don't get in that dude's way. Like let yeah. him do his thing. Yeah, yeah. No, but, well, no, you, I, I we, we love Draymond and we love the podcast. It is an interesting conversation how you can compartmentalize the other stuff you do, even in like the NBA if finals. If they win, yeah. If I mean he's a genius, no matter what. Even if they lose, like you know how it is. It'll 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 be a conversation for maybe a week or two. Could be one shot though that that's the difference between winning and yeah. losing. So I don't want to like do post mortem based upon if they won the series because he played shitty whether they won or lost, and that's the realism that I think people need to to come with. Hey, I want to hit the dad stuff. So Reed's got some dad questions. It's Father's Day coming up. Some rapid fire kind of dad questions. They're dad's situational dad stuff for Will Compton, who is a, a newish father, and uh, I'm a father of two. And Nate, you got any kids? No. Okay, just making sure. Will, this is coming off uh, your tweet the other day. You went to the uh, you went to the new Jurassic Park movie and tweeted about your daughter being there. So is that a is that a violation? Is that dad dad violation bringing your kid to the movies and letting them sleep? You know, I I think it's if the kid cries, that's on you. You got to put your hand up. You got to leave the theater. I think you might have to just tell everybody as you're walking, hey, that's on me. I apologize for being a psychopath. I thought I might have been able to pull this off as a first-time dad. That is totally on me. Can we rewind? You're, you're yelling up at the thing like, hey, can we rewind a couple minutes so people can so people can get this scene again? But, yeah, very much a psychotic move. But Jurassic World, too. Nothing happened. Nothing happened, bro. Yeah, Jurassic World. Like, we were in there for real. She slept two and a half hours. I'm talking seven and a half ounces to the head. Slept for two and a half hours. Not a peep out of her. She farted one time. We blamed it on her mom. And we kept it moving. And everybody had, you know, the most, you know, people are saying whatever they're saying. Like, oh, so disrespectful. It's like, yeah, the kid didn't do nothing, man. And, you know, somebody was like, hey, if you want to go to the movies, like, don't let the kid dictate your life. Somebody had give, was giving us, like, advice. I was like, don't let, if you want to go to the movies, I brought my kid, like, sit and sleep with them. Just, so we're kind of like, 
let's try that. Let's see if she goes to the movies. I didn't really know it was Dude, so that was that was bold. That, that kind of reminds me of your Draymond Green take. Like, if the baby doesn't wake up during Jurassic World, you're a genius. If the baby wakes up during Jurassic World, it's a huge distraction. Yeah, I, I agree with you. It's all about how you can handle it mentally, and it seems like I got the job done. No, the baby deserves the credit. You're Steve Curry. Yes, Steph You're Steve Curry taking bro. credit for Steph Curry. No. <laughs> so, Will, what will happen when your when your child finds the bus in episode with Chris Long and asks, "Why is the bus so smoky?" <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh man, I don't know. I think you just got to keep it. I think you just got to keep it a band with the baby, dude. So my like, kid, you know so, what your dad, your, your dad got into some natural things. There's a lot of fun stuff you're going to get to do when you get older. Uh, but your dad waited until he was 27 to do these things. And let's hope you wait till 27 as well. Well, kids should wait. And this is me, the dad chiming in here. Kids should wait until they're like in college, at least to smoke marijuana because your brain is developing. Uh, you know, I know we make mm. it look harmless and like it's easy to stick the landing, but that's because some of us wait a little longer too. Um, also my kid found a zigzag roach the other day outside and, uh, he told me that yeah. jo Johnny cash had been there and you know, my kids, my kids three. So like my kids, when they learned about, well, no, he's three. I got my producer telling me how old my kid is. This is beautiful. So, um, he holds up four fingers. I'm like, ah, oh, CT is not that bad yet. Um, but he found a zigzag. And uh, when my kids found out what dying was, that's a hard conversation. Have some notes ready for that. Um, I explained okay. it. Okay, I'll ask you for years. Well, the, not today. The first, the first person that I could use in a, as an example, well, the first person they asked about was Johnny Cash because they asked if Johnny Cash was still alive. And I said, no, he's dead, unfortunately. And they were like, why did he die? And I had to make up a reason, right? <laughs> and I was like, well, he didn't live a very healthy life. And they were like, well, what did you mean by that? And I was like, well, he smoked a lot of cigarettes. So now they f they find zigzags and they think Johnny Cash has been here. So have a fucking that is awesome. have a speech ready for when they when they ask you about kicking the bucket. But what do you say if your kid sees you and there's a, a, a room full of smoke? You know, like I can make up something like that. But if they're watching Bustin' with the Boys, she goes on YouTube and figures it out and watches Bustin' with the Boys. Daddy, what's that like? Johnny Cash. I'm gonna man. do my best not to throw you under the bus. <laughs> like you know, your uncle Chris, like he lives a very healthy lifestyle. Yeah. Medicine. Yeah. Medicine. This new age medicine. This guy tells kids it's medicine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So speaking of things you should enjoy when you're older, when will your kid get a uh, cell phone, and when can she have social media accounts? That's a good one. <laughs> That's a really good question. Um, you know, I got a cell phone when I was in seventh grade and I know it's different and I'm not going to say, you know, back in my day. So this is how it needs to be. Um, I think it is so hard because it's like, I haven't yet wrapped my brain around when these kids are coming up, like their first phone is going to be like an iPhone. You know what I mean? Like they're going to have something like, do you go back and get them like some little flip phone and just put a few numbers on it and be yeah. like, Hey, here's here's what you use it on. You know what I mean? This yeah. is, you only use this in case of an emergency as far as social media. I think it's going to be hard to contain. Um, I might do my best. I, I, I want to say like, you know, I think every parent like wants to say this, but I really, I want to be like a dad where you're having conversations versus like trying your hardest to contain it without having conversations. Cause I feel like at the end of the day, it'll be all like building up their, their mentality about it and how to handle certain things, because it's going to be like, it's way different than when we were growing up. Like they're going to be, they're seeing all these things. Uh, group chat and I were laughing about all these like, certain videos that are out there on the internet where they're jokes and I'll send you the videos afterwards, Chris, but you're just like the access that these kids have now, whether it's on their own phone or with their friend, 
I feel like it's going to really come down to like the conversation you have with them. And that's where the boy's going to try and live and do his best. Chris, how old are you? I'm 37. I mean, yeah, you're, you're, uh, you're five years older than me. So yeah, the time I that maybe like, I had the Nokia, were, yeah, the, the Nokia yeah. snake phone where people were playing snake, that might've just been the time where it was relevant. Yeah. Now it's like kids got iPhones and stuff in elementary school. So they're going to, they're, whether they're going to expect it or not, it's going to get like, I'll, get brought up. I'll, I'm not saying I'm going to do it in I'll elementary put, school. I'll, I'm just saying like seventh grade, I feel like, you know, wasn't I'll, too late or nothing like that. No, no, no. I just interesting to hear that. And I got this idea. So if you really want to limit your kid, but like not appear to be limiting your kid, like act real cool about yeah. it, move somewhere with no cell service, get a landline. Hey, this is your landline. You use it as much as you want, all hours of the night. You can talk to any friends you want. Um, and then, <laughs> and then I also, you know, you're like building a cult, dude. No, just no, no. All of a sudden it's a cult. You don't want people's dopamine receptors to be all fucked up by cell phones. And all of a sudden you're a cult leader, but also there's this, and you're really going to think I'm David Koresh here or whatever. Uh, I, I think you should put it, you should be able to put a kid on salary if they don't, if they don't have social media accounts. I think that like. So I, I'm going to pay Waylon. Yeah. He's going to get a yearly wage. He's yeah, going to get a yearly $1,000 a year. That's not See, that enough. might not be enough. The way yeah, these kids are, yeah, it's it's definitely any, not if enough. If he's any good at football, he's going to have an agent like middle school. No, these other kids are... are, are kids. They, these other parents need to keep the fucking prices down, dude. I bet you kids, if, if somebody catches on to this strategy, they're like, that sounds pretty good. And, you know, these really uppity-ass parents are going to be giving their kids like ten grand a year and shit. These G wagon driving. Well, what, about, kids. what about your What about your kids' friends? That's what, what I mean. The that's their. That's their. They're watching their. They're watching their YouTube you, videos, and then you see the related videos, and the next thing you know, you're going down some weird rabbit hole, and then they realize, oh shit, all this stuff's on the internet. Like, let me start sneaking this now because I don't think my parents would like it. Well, listen, man. I think if you're talking about comparing what they do in their house, this house, I'm gonna have a sick house, right? You know, like I got a little land, oh, sick well, house. We, yeah, we know that big. You, uh, you too. You live in Nashville. I mean, fucking NFL well, I don't money got the goes a long yeah, way. I'm gonna get that. I'm gonna get that sick house. But one the day. point is, the point is, is my house is gonna be sick for one reason. Because when I say you can go live with them, I mean it. Like, like if you like the way they do things over there, why don't you go live with them? You want to go live with them and have a cell phone? Go live with them. What music will you force feed your kid? Now I got some range on the tune, so hey. <laughs> oh, oh, we know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's funny. That's I think funny. you got. You know what I'm on now. I'm I'm really heavy into uh, like Tyler Childers, uh, Zach Bryant. Like that's just because I've been listening. Or I was watching. I was I'm deep into Yellowstone. Um, <laughs> Hip hop is up there. Like. That's tough, man, but you gotta you gotta find the line somewhere. You don't want them listening to the asses shaking, being in the club throwing dollar bills. So I'm gonna stick with like Not until college. You know, that that Western country vibe. They're gonna have to hear it. and classical rock. Like she's gonna be listening to ZZ Top, sharp dressed man, every game day. That's pretty good. Your kids are gonna be cool. Your your singular kid for now. What is your dad date strategy? How are you going to react when your daughter brings home her first date? And how will you handle your daughter's wedding, especially if the uh, the lucky gentleman is is quite wealthy? The lucky gentleman is quite wealthy. Are you asking how am I going to handle the arrangements? Like, am yeah, I are you going to pay? pay for, you know how the some of the dads pay for the weddings, but. More importantly, yeah, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna be that way. You're not going. To be that way. I'm not gonna. No, I'm not gonna be that way to where I'm paying for the entire wedding. Like, there's gonna be 
she's going to know that though, like in high school, when she's starting to dream up her wedding, like, Hey, I'm just letting you know, mommy and daddy, you're going to have like, you're going to, whatever dollar amount it is, that's going to be your dollar amount from us, period. You want anything else extravagant? That's where your man's going to have to come in. That's where the other family's going to have to shuffle on in there. Because if we're about equality now, then it's, if we're throwing away old traditions, yeah. let's not pick and choose. Yeah, the ones this is a bad old tradition. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I like yeah, that. Yeah. I like that. Um, and as far as her bringing home her first date, you know, obviously the scene from Bad Boys always comes into play. Uh, I think it's just going to be like, I think I'm going to be a dope dad. Like, I think I'm going to be, be cool about it. I think I'm going to give him like, there's obviously going to be a stare down. There's going to be some some types of jokes that probably come out of my mouth where he might not understand where I'm coming yeah. from. He's a little intimidated, which is what you want. However, like what the fuck is I he? Think, I, I think that was funny. He's laughing. Yeah, 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 he's not breaking characters. Rue keeps laughing, but I don't like. She's telling me not to worry about it, but he seems like somebody to worry about. Like when she says, "Oh, don't worry about him," and he's like, yeah. "I don't know." He's looking at me kind of weird, and he like makes some. He just looks around for a second. He just sees me standing randomly staring at him, yes. pointing at him. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yes. But then, if he's lucky enough to stick around, he's gonna realize like, "Yo, I'm involved with a dope family." And this this comp dude, he keeps referring to himself as comp for whatever reason. He seems like a cool cat. You know what you should do is have a bunch of frame pictures of you with your shirt off, like all over the house, like in nice frames. Like that's kind of like the decor. Oh, the I like that. Bro. You know, like you with the knee sleeves at the beach, that picture at the beach. You should have all that. Yeah. And just have them just. Dude, that is funny, bro. Yeah. Whatever you can do to embarrass your kids, man. I, I am all for it. Yeah. yeah. I'm all for it. No question. You should, you should have a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> what country would, World Cup Willie want to play soccer for this fall in November? I believe Italy would be, if I could be a superstar, the question is being a superstar, right? Yeah. Like if you're the man, like you're like the dude, where would you, what, where would you, what country you'd rather yeah. be in? Yeah. I think I'm going to go with Italy. I was doing my research and it was between Italy and France. He was doing me. his research, like AK Italy. Google image searching Italian women. No, 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 no. In Italy, you got the food. Rome is in Italy. And also, like, if you look up the uh, fandom, like the interest in whether they're interested or very interested yeah. in soccer, Italy is like a, a 67% was their polling. So one of the better countries to be a soccer player in because everybody loves their soccer. Yeah. Uh, France, that's where they lost me because they have similar populations. You got Paris. You got a lot of good stuff going on in France. A lot of love out there in France. Yeah. yeah. Um but only a 50% like acceptance rate as far as interested and very interested. So I'm going with Italy. Hold the phone. Italy didn't qualify for the world cup. And I didn't know that. I forgot about that whole thing. I'll give you. Oh, no. yeah, so, so, yeah. now, now, now you just, you yeah. just expose me. As so, not being real well, we're both posers here and I, I will go <laughs> Portugal because a lot of people don't know this, that uh, Portugal is not in South America. Um, so right. Where's it at? So it's in Europe somehow, dude. Yeah, it has all the good Spanish land, right, Kyle? Coastal land. And another thing about everybody wants to play soccer in South America, right? But they don't want to go home and have to have a, like a really dope security system to make sure that you can see the guys coming after you shank a PK. You know, like, that is why that's why Brazil, you don't go Brazil. Stops, it's like, hey, I've seen the beaches. I've seen all the stuff. But fuck, I don't want to get decapitated. Uh, for, for, for having a bad throw in Portugal gives you all that South American vibe, but you're in Europe. There's no, there's no, that's true. Yeah. So I'm and that's why Portugal. I was choosing like Italy or France. So I could be over in Europe because again, I was like you, like, I'm not trying to die or watch my back the entire time. Like while I'm being a beast playing soccer. 
There we go, man. Will Compton, we hit it on the nose. We, we took up the whole hour. Go be where you need to be, Dad. And happy Father's Day. Happy early Father's Day to you, sir. Hey, both of you guys, too, because Dr. Fax, we all know that you got yeah. something. He's got something. There. He's got something, bro. <laughs> Coming soon, guys. Coming soon. But I appreciate you, man. I appreciate y'all, yeah. boys. I love you Good both. To see you, man. And, love uh, you, subscribe to the bus on the boys. Yeah, subscribe love you too, to boy. that. Love you. But then unsubscribe Appreciate and then subscribe you. to us. There you go. Hey, Dr. Fax. Dr. Fax, I said I loved you both. I love you, bro. Appreciate that. All right, I appreciate that. Now I can get off here. If you're here in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, or right here in Virginia, and you haven't tried the WinBet app yet, I have great news for you. WinBet is now offering $200 in free bets for new users. That's right, $200, 200 big ones on a $50 bet. WinBet is basically giving you free money. Don't turn that down. Don't pass that up. Download the WinBet app today. Terms and conditions apply. Must be 21 or older and present in a state where WinBet is available. Gambling problem? In Arizona, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. In Colorado, Indiana, New Jersey, and Virginia, call 1-800-GAMBLER. And in Michigan, 1-800-270-7117. Tennessee, y'all too. 1-800-889-9789. All right, that was great with Will. Now, as promised, let's get into the Short Kings draft. We I hate it when you lie about stuff like that, Matt, like air, airing a grievance. Mm-hmm. Hey, was it great? Was it good? Great? It was funny when I told you how old your kid was and was wrong. <laughs> that, is funny. that was one of the funniest things you've ever done, bro. I'm, I'm, I don't know why I Kyle, I'm over for. here telling, I'm explaining how old Luke is, you know, which is basically me saying he's three. Explaining. <laughs> I'm like, you know, hey, he's been on the, you see the, on the earth, he's been here three years. Uh, he's been here around a thousand days. Well, uh, Matt's in the back holding up a four, <laughs> trying to tell me how old my kid is. I love that. Producer explaining. All right, so we're about to start the much promised Short Kings draft. Each, uh, Chris, Fax, and Kyle are each going to select five short kings they must be five eight or under and it's a snake style draft so nate you have the first pick congratulations nate on the first pick kyle was Thank wondering you. kyle was wondering earlier we should have this conversation so you know what you're after here kyle um kyle asked earlier what do i do with these short kings once <laughs> i draft them like what is <laughs> what's going on with these yeah. i think you're overthinking it a little bit but okay. it's an interesting question kyle I want to see these people do war. You want to see them just duke it out? Yeah. Like a battle of the short kings? The industrial military complex the, the, of I mean, the, short kings. Blank. Then I'm even happier about my picks. Yeah, exactly. And not to give away anybody's big board, but I'm pretty sure there's like multiple people who have done awful things at 5'8 and below. And I'm not saying it's because, <laughs> you know, but there's correlation, there's causation, all that stuff. Anyways... I don't want to give away my big board. Kyle, uh, Nate, who you got here? With the first pick in the Short Kings draft, Dr. Fax selects Peter Dinklage. Whopping 4-5, better known as Tyrion Lannister for all you Game of Thrones fans. I'm a huge Game of Thrones fan, and the way Tyrion finagled his way to stay alive through that entire that entire series is unbelievable so i didn't know that we could draft uh, actual lps why not 
He, is he not a is he not a short king? He is a short king. <laughs> like there but you go. I, that opens up a whole another. Okay, there's somebody just literally just hopped on my big board. You couldn't hear it because they're so little, but they just hopped on You're my welcome. big board. You're welcome. Then. Thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah, you know, because he projects. You know, Tyrion Lannister, that character, and really any role he plays, he projects a lot more size than he's actually bringing to the table. He's got like a big personality. One of the biggest personalities on Game of Thrones. Like, if not the biggest, but just seeing him and actually seeing him like choke out a guy and some of the stuff that he did, it, it gives you a light that, hey, you know what? Maybe size, like, even though. Where did you, you see him choke event? a guy out in Game of Thrones? Yeah. What was the scene where he choked somebody out? I think what? he shot his dad on the toilet and no, with that, an arrow? he did that. Yes, he did because he yeah. fucked his whore. <laughs> the dad Yo, Tyrion he was in love with shit from people. <laughs> yeah, he That's was one upset. thing about Tyrion. No, like, when he was trying to get sold, yeah. he he took his chain and he jumped up yeah. <laughs> like he choked one of the Leverage. one of the guys that end up helping him get another another time you think he's going to die and he finagles his way out of a situation. Did a lot of homework on these guys. I just like to point out that Daniel Radcliffe is 5'5". Five five. Okay, you're already explaining Did it. Did you know that? This is not a good sign. Did you know that? Pick. Is that Harry no, Potter? No, he's not Harry my, Potter? No, that's not my pick. Is that I'm Harry not Potter? the Twilight guy. Is that Harry Potter? Yeah, I think yes. he's in one, yeah, some of Harry those Potter. movies. You say it, Newton, that's your pick. You can't do that. Please, that, dude. That's I'm not just, how it works. Said, <laughs> so, I'm going Genghis Khan, dude. It's it's a safe pick. It's a high floor pick, ironically. Um, he is, is five foot one. Now, I don't know that Genghis Khan... I, I kind of want to phone a friend here because we can't say, like, Napoleon was five six, and I know, Kyle, you were... Talking up Napoleon the other day about how he's a short king and all that. Maybe five, I was six, using it as like, pre-draft bait. You could have been a power forward in France at that time at five six. He was he could have been a big wing, Kyle. So Genghis Khan, what was the average height in Mongolia circus circa Genghis Khan time? Taller than that, probably. He was only five one. Did you know about how prodigious he was? <laughs> that is the worst answer ever. <laughs> well, there's no way for me to know what the average yeah. height was. Let in me pull well, the fucking hold on a second. Let me get my Google DC. machine. Uh, hold on. Give me two seconds here. Genghis Khan, according to the Google machine, his height varies between reportedly at five feet and six two. Oh, here we go. That's man. how many people he killed. Right. <laughs> what six two? No, I'm saying he killed that many people that he was like, I'm fucking six two. And well, yeah, pe- yeah, people were like, there were people, there were people that were like, I don't. They were like, what the guy look like? He was like, he was ten feet tall. Dan Genghis. Carlin from Hardcore <laughs> History says it's pronounced, and I don't know if this is true. Genghis Khan, mm-hmm. which changes he, everything for however me. The, however, he wants it pronounced. Because I'd be like. How do you want it, Genghis or Genghis? That guy like, had so many kids, and I'm not making light of this. I think the um, his DNA is present in 16 million people alive today. That's an incredible strategy. He's been that your is mom's the, house. That's the number one way to combat being a short king is to make so many short kings that you you affect the average height in the region, and that's what Genghis Khan was doing there. <laughs> God, talk about playing chess. Yeah. They said that when their enemies went through the the Genghis Khan battlefield, they found piles uh, like mountains. They thought they were mountains from the distance, and when they walked up, they were piles of bones of their enemies. They're so oh hot. my god, what a hardcore! That's some scars guard shit. Yeah, like they pull up and be that like, "That's yet? not a fucking mountain." There's a great Genghis Khan movie called "Those the Are Bodies." Mongolia. Mongolian. Kyle, yeah. have you seen the Mongolian Candidate? Have you seen Denzel is brutal in that movie? Honestly, that's a great movie, dude. 
Manchurian Candidate? Manchurian Candidate, yeah. Um, I, I was fucking around. <laughs> I know. You know that, right? Okay. <laughs> Some people, when they're listening, I don't think they know. Kyle, um, what were you just saying again? Um, about Genghis Khan. I was just discussing like some of the stuff. Oh, have that... you seen the Viking movie? No, I haven't. Skarsgård, you were saying? Yeah, I haven't. Yeah, it's not. What's the name of the movie? Northman. Northman. I'm super into the the longer the long format stories of 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 that time period where it's like drawn out over six seasons or you get character development. I think that stuff's really cool. You want to get to know the Vikings? I want to get to know the Vikings. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't think there's a lot of character depth. Yeah. In this movie, yeah. What does what does Johnny do with his free time? I think by episode three, it would just be a montage of him howling like a dog, because that's all they did for half the movie. When are you going to be in a Viking movie, Kyle, or Game of Thrones, or something of that nature? Can <sighs> I you, don't know. I'd be down to do it. When are you going to start getting that Viking money? I don't know. We need to get that Viking blood money. Everybody else is getting that live golf blood money. It's time for me to get some Viking. Can you money. imagine all the roles Kyle could play? Okay, so with my first pick. Yeah. In the Short King draft, I'm going. Tom, the, I'm going Tom Cruise, okay, uh, because that guy can do anything and everything. And I also think that he goes above and beyond to make sure that his movies are the best. Every single Tom Cruise movie, like pull up a list of Tom Cruise movies. You cannot find one that you go that sucks. You can't find one where he's not full sprinting, and you can't find one where he's not doing his own stunts. The Power of Scientology. The movie The Firm. I don't think he. He full sprints in that movie. That's a good question. I'm trying to find movies where he didn't full sprint. Not only that, he has his motorcycle license. He's got his speedboat license. He's got his license to go uh, jump out of planes with, uh, you know, whatever. He's scuba certified. He can uh, fly helicopters. Play, I've already said planes. He can do anything. The guy's entire life has been a midlife crisis. He, but it just turns out that his life is just a fucking crisis. And he's awesome. And no, it's I a mean, beautiful like, crisis. Like, like he's actually sticking the landing on. Being the guy with all the sports cars that has his pilot's license that does all that stuff. And Top Gun too. I haven't seen it yet, so no spoilers. Kyle, one of the best Do not, I don't even want to talk about it, but like it goes without saying. The guy is a short king. Second pick, it's a snake draft. Oh, snake draft. Second pick is going to be, uh, and I want to, I don't want to butcher the name, Warwick Ashley Davis, who's an English actor, comedian, filmmaker, and television presenter. Um, he played the title character in Willow and the Leprechaun film series. Oh, he's Willow. So growing up, um, he was really my first exposure to someone of his stature. Uh, and, you know, forgive me, I don't know the proper terminology, okay. but he's a, he's a little person and he's a short king and will forever be. And for the hearts and minds of people my age, Chris's age, Nate's age that watched yeah. uh, Willow growing yeah. up, you know, that was our short king, our first one. Kind of makes it hard to uh, to joke about your picks when they're actually LPs, Kyle. It's a dynamite strategy that you're employing here. Yeah. But I will say that was a reach, ironically. I had to reach pretty far down to the ground. Top to, shelf, yeah. To go there. Yeah. Warwick Davis, Willow's a great movie. I'm keeping some really high-value draft picks in the later round, so don't worry about it. it who, who was in, um, who was in uh, Simon Birch? A different... LP. I don't know. I'm just asking. Simon Birch is another That's great. That's a very good, great pick. movie. Who's your second pick? My second pick, Gary Coleman. <laughs> Respectable. <laughs> I fucking forgot about. That. All the fans of my Short Kings teams are jumping up to get in the camera. They're they're like, yeah, yeah, Gary Coleman. That jersey's gonna sell, dude. That jersey's gonna sell. And let me tell you about something about Jerry. <laughs> Let me tell you something about Gary Coleman. Jerry Coleman. <laughs> <laughs> something about Jerry Coleman. Let me tell you something about this tall, Jerry Coleman. Taller, older brother. <laughs> um, 
Gary Coleman, uh, God rest his soul. His little soul. Okay, Kyle. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. I'd like to have a small moment of silence for anybody in this draft that's no longer with us. Oh, God. I'm sorry, dude. I'm sorry, Gary. You should be, Kyle. Yeah. Okay. How do you feel, Kyle? I'm crying a little bit, Gary. Yeah. How would you feel if one day you just woke up and you were short now? Wow. That's probably what's going to happen I look to down you. every morning, Chris. <laughs> what happened to the Hoover Dam thing? Yeah, well. <laughs> it's comedy. Second pick for Short Kings, I am going with Lil Wayne at 5-5. Some of the greatest mixtape series, in my opinion, that were influential to me. No ceilings and sorry for the wait growing up. And um, No ceilings. Yeah, I think Lil Wayne, yeah, he had a huge influence. When you got drafted, Lollipop was Lollipop and, um, damn, what's the other? Lollipop and Mr. Carter. Yeah, Mr. Carter was one of the singles on the bus. But I just remember just how big, like, there's a lot of times in my life growing up, Lil Wayne had a, like, more than popular song that's on radio and everywhere you go. And so he's my second pick. I I love that. Lil Wayne should be one of the first short musicians off the board, and he's actually little. It all makes sense. Alexander the Great. Kyle, definitely tall for his era. Five feet tall. Wait, the average height. Turn. It's Nate's pick. Ooh, and look, Ooh. you gave you played your Ooh, hand. Like, you I, I, your I, hand. When is your pick? It's a snake draft. It's a snake draft, so bro. It's so I, I had trouble two. with this too, Kyle. You got two already, bro. Okay, it's have Alexander turn. the Great. <laughs> you guys thought he was tall, so I'll let you have <laughs> I, I saw him listed like 5'6 or something last night when I was doing research. Did you look at Rich Eisen's list? Hey, guys, it's still my pick. With my third pick in this short king draft, I am going with Spike Lee standing at 5'5", who is one of the greatest movie producers and, like, if not the most famous Nick fan Mm -hmm. or one of the most famous Nick fans. And growing up, being young, and being able to go to games and see Spike Lee like going crazy and seeing someone who's super famous just like really have like a, a genuine love for a sports team. Yeah. Can respect that. Yeah. And being able to see him in real life and being like, wow, he's really short. <laughs> I had to throw him on the list. I will go. I've got two on the board. Yep. Genghis and Gary. Little John. Little Ooh. John. Little John. He's five six. Pizza so, guy or the guy with the East Side Boys? What? Wait, pizza guy? Which pizza what? guy? Little John's. Little, Papa John's? Little Caesars. <laughs> you got Papa John's and Little Caesars mixed up? <laughs> Papa John's and Little Caesars had a baby? Uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's okay. funny. Uh, no, Little John because he's actually pretty short and his voice is enormous. And he's figured out something that all the other short kings have not figured out, which is that, you know, when you're a short king, sometimes you want to escape this world. You know, you think it's not fair. Everybody's taller than you, right? It's not fair. You're like mad. Well, little John found a way to escape this world and go into a completely different world, which is audio world. Become a DJ. And in the audio world, his voice is seven feet tall. 
So effectively in his world, he's not a short king, he's a tall king. So sure. Little John's my third pick. Also, he's a, he's a DJ. And so DJs typically, when you're at the club, you're higher than everyone. Oh yeah, that's true, dude. Mm. So he's got a vantage point. Yep. Mm. My pick. Man, so I gave away two of my picks already. No, you get two right now. And they haven't been off the board. I'm going to stick with Alexander the Great, who freed the Western Europe from Persian rule, I believe. And uh, his empire. I think he also fucked empire, everything walking. His empire dude. spanned all the way to Asia um, through the Mediterranean. And he was, he was a savage, I would imagine. And he was probably a pretty ruthless dictator. But oh. uh, yeah, he was five feet tall, which according to Wikipedia... Um, was average for the time. So five feet tall. I can't imagine average back then being five feet tall, just walking into Starbucks and every motherfucker in there being four foot seven to five foot three. In the, the, in the Macedonian Starbucks. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, no, I hear you. I, I'm right there with they you. They got like, a cow in there. You're squeezing the tip. There's a well, line they, they of short know. guys. Like at some the point, they're going to they're gonna look back at our society and be like, damn, like people were, were six feet tall. If your kid can't, people are going to start yeah we're gonna evolve dude everybody wants their kid to get on rivals.com so the tall people are gonna procreate with my next pick in the in the snake draft i'm gonna go with along the same lines of chris with a small guy with a large presence in the audio world and the in the visual world um (laughs) prince oh i thought you were gonna say like johnny sins or something no uh the the fat guy he turned out to be a huge scumbag porn star uh ron jeremy ron jeremy Turned out to be a scumbag. He, he turned out to be a scumbag. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like to talk about Ron Jeremy on the podcast. <laughs> Ron Jeremy turned out. Ron Jeremy. All he, those years. When he turned around from fucking all those porn stars doggy style. Yeah, and you on. saw his face. He turned out to be a real dirtbag. Well, no, Kyle. It's more than. <laughs> it's more that. He was doing some things that were were uh, were, were not consensual. <laughs> oh, okay. I yeah. didn't know that. Yeah, that, yeah that's yeah. the that's the. So he's a real asshole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And they, I, they got his ass. We do not support him. He was going to be on my big board, okay. right? <laughs> okay. But he was going to be on my short board or big board, depending on you know the way you look at it with him. But uh, I took him off because of character concerns. Prince, and that's bad because Genghis Khan was my first pick. Okay, you're taking away from Prince's presence right now. He would be okay. really mad if he were here. God rest his purple soul. Yes. Is that all? That's about it. Okay. No, but I love what I love about Prince's legacy is the Dave Chappelle skits bring into life. Oh my god! How dude. good he was in basketball, and just now you just was hear he? other celebrities talk about that Prince and his crew. They used to beat people like in three on threes and five. You ever on seen five. this skit? I have. But, I didn't know it was real. Yes, and Prince used to play in clothes like that. Flapjacks. He, he was really good, and so that's funny that that came to life. Yeah, they also said Carlos Boozer said he he rented a house oh, or Prince rented his. <laughs> yeah. House. Yeah. This is so interesting to me. Prince rented his house in LA. And this is like older Prince, right? And Prince like came in and ripped out all the furniture, like tore <laughs> all of it out. It was like empty. And so Carlos Boozer guy went by and was like, Carlos, he was playing like overseas or something. And he was like, Carlos, your whole house is gutted. What the fuck's going on? So Carlos has to call Prince and be like, Hey Prince, man, what's going on? Prince had like a bunch of purple stuff in there. He had like you know, animal cages and Vibes. shit. A nightclub. Like, like he basically had a nightclub and his house yeah. was a nightclub. They said Carlos was nervous about having to be like, yo, Prince, rip this stuff out. When he got back, his house was completely restored to normal. Like and he, to a T. And, and, and I think he said like, he tipped them where he gave them a certain amount of money. He gave money. more money. Right. Yeah. 
at that call, Prince sent him five hundred thousand dollars, I think, and then afterwards sent him. And like said, "Relax, enjoy your." Yeah. Tri-. He said, "Enjoy Europe." I'm. I'm gonna. Put everything, everything will be exactly where it was. Yeah. And he was like, "Why is Prince there not is, a Prince emoji?" Prince is a legend on a phone. There is. It's a little masquerade. Person. No, I, no. I think that's funny. That's Bowie. I think is that David Bowie. No, is that Ziggy Stardust down there? I will go. Beethoven, five three, bro. Good one. Five three. Just slide his little ass over to the to the deep sound inside of the piano and just be big. I mean, he could just be play a, big. He could play. You talk about little guys that play big, like Beethoven was Bob Sanders, bro. Yeah. You think he had a problem reaching the pedals? That is an interesting question, but he I've stood seen up kids and play the piano all the time, so I. I feel like this is a a really good place for a short king is sitting at a piano. We didn't have an appreciation for guys like Beethoven until we saw the movie Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure where they brought someone back from history to a mall and he was playing a Casio stand-up and it was just fucking ripping. And everybody was like, Do you remember who else was in that mall? Genghis Khan. Well, Genghis Khan was there. One of my draft bat. picks. Two of my draft picks were there. <laughs> my draft picks are basically Napoleon Bonaparte was there. Yeah. Napoleon was eating at the 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 Piggly Wiggly. All the uh, ice cream. Yeah, he, he was eating all the ice cream. And then there was Joan of Arc. She was great doing Joan the fitness was, class. Yeah, she went in Dick's Sporting Goods and just deflated everything, dude, with her sword. Ugh. What a movie, dude. Yeah, Bill and Ted. We, we go back to the, God, the Wild Stallions. Am I? Yeah. Same same movie, huh? It's like Bill Bill uh Ted Esquire. Ted Esquire. Bill uh, what White dads are nodding their heads and fucking Socrates is only five seven. Socrates Socrates is only five seven, yeah. Or Socrates as they called him. Socrates. Yeah, but back in the day was was normal. Yeah, he was normal. And he was. He was the last guy. That's the guy that wasn't yeah, and he was super cool. He couldn't really communicate with them. Very he was well. like a lot of like he was pointing to his head a lot. Yeah. Like I'm thinking. You know what I liked about that movie? They they didn't give everybody the ability to speak English. Like you really had to try to explain that like the PC. water slide park, the water park was closed to like Napoleon, but he was just super confused. You know what I mean? And mad. I love. He was that. angry yes. in his military outfit. He was so mad, bro. He couldn't <laughs> leave the water park, dude. He was a short king. Yeah, he was a short king to the T. He could ride the rides. He was tall enough to ride the rides, but but short enough to be mad, like uh, throwing tantrum when it closed. Yes. Okay, that was good. All right, Nate, you got your last two picks here. So finishing up my draft for short kings, my fourth pick, I'm going with Bruce Lee. Standing at 5'8". He was 5'8", huh? Yeah. He's just making the cut now. But listen, the reason why I respect Bruce Lee, Bruce yeah. Lee, he owns and licenses his name, which is very, very respectable. Marketing, dude. Marketing. His family. So everything that's Bruce Lee goes to his family. And for someone having a name that polarizing and, and a lot of those situations, when you make your name in movies and things like that, you don't get ownership of your name for licensing and things like that. And to know that he has that is big time and it keeps his legacy going for his family. And that's awesome for him. So I got a question about that. Yep. What? In Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, he was cast as a you know modern Bruce Lee he got in a fight with Brad Pitt. Yeah, and people got mad because and Brad Pitt like. So Brad Pitt him beat him. Yeah. Brad Pitt beat him up in the movie. Now, does his estate agree to him being in the movie? And do they also? No, I think know? people were upset. Like yeah, I, think, I think like they were, I think they were mad about that. I think Kareem was mad about that. 
I mean, honestly, if you have a deal like that and you use somebody like Bruce Lee in the movie, I think there is a gripe to be had there. But at the end of the day, he makes money off. So you're telling me, what if I changed my name to Bruce Lee right now? What would happen to me? Everything I do would be monetized? (laughs) No, if you tried to monetize it in a certain way... You wouldn't be able to. Could I be? Could I have like um? I don't know. Like um? Could I be uh one of these Instagram influencers? You couldn't have Bruce Bruce Lee's Karate Studio in Charlottesville. Okay, got it. Got it. Run by a six three white dude. That seems oppressive. (laughs) Yeah, but people do it. And my fifth and final pick for Short King's Draft, standing at would be the center if this was a five man team standing at five eight. Yeah, going with Eminem. Eminem, we just talked about it. Stan, the song Stan is probably one of the greatest storytelling rap songs. Yes. Like, put together, and it coined a phrase that we still use today. Stan. Like, which is pretty incredible to know from rap, other other than Lil Wayne with Bling, Bling. Um, I think Stan is up there for me. Just That's like, interesting. Like, knowing a fact like that. What are the other songs that, that actually coined phrases? Who know, but Little Wayne, when he said bling, there wasn't a word. No, he, he invented a word. Yeah, so like that's that's crazy. It's also um like you know who else did that? What? Ch- chilling on a dirt road. I'm I'm be I'm making a mockery of the <laughs> song right now. Chris looked at me like I was serious. <laughs> I was like, uh-huh. uh-huh. was that uh, Jason Aldean? I don't know who it is. Yeah, anything like that, I say that's Jason Aldean. Any of that uh, I got you guys so bad, though. Yeah, you guys got me like, good. Uh, and Eminem in 8 Mile got me really, really into battle rap when I was younger and <laughs> started a journey for me that I'm still on today with watching battle rappers after seeing that movie. Battle me now. <laughs> you don't want these problems. What are you going to rhyme with problems? <laughs> Hot shot. <laughs> what? What's the what's Dennis Hopper say in speed? Pop quiz, hot shot. Traffic, traffic. Hey yo, traffic, traffic. Looking for my chapstick, feeling kind of caustic. There's a Ford Maverick. I got to go off my big board here. Obviously, my big board wasn't that deep. I win. I mean, there's a lot of great players left in this draft, dude. A lot of great players. Kanye West. <sighs> Kanye West, dude. Like <laughs> Kanye West is one of those people that you're like, you look up his height and you're like, oh. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. Like, absolutely. A lot of things are making sense. <laughs> yeah. And when I was on the board last night, I was like, this guy, objectively an incredible artist uh, and just a visionary and all Genius. that stuff. I mean, everything he says, I don't always agree with, but that's true for anybody. This motherfucker makes some awesome, awesome music. And, uh, it makes a lot of sense that he's 5'8". Close, so he's too. Gonna, he's going to be awesome. my five. Kanye is going to get to be the five here. Are you going to okay. get your kids some Balenciaga Gap? Faux show. <laughs> you okay. guys are polar opposites. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Uh, we have, it's a Venn diagram. There is some intersectionary yeah, acreage. Yeah. So, Do you want to talk about overcoming odds? you want to talk about being head and shoulders above in their field? You want to talk about being an absolute trailblazer and being short, Stephen Hawking. And his last name ends with King. Was he short? Yeah, he was short and he was sitting. Okay. Five, he, seven. He was five seven standing. Uh, 
I don't even know why it would be offensive to point out it's Stephen Hawking. You can talk about Stephen Kyle, Hawking. Go, run his list back. Can you run Kyle's list back? Kyle's list is Tom Cruise, Warwick <laughs> Davis, Alexander the Great, Prince, and Stephen Hawking. <laughs> <laughs> no, if you'd like me to make a, a easier... No, 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 this is hilarious. Okay. Oh, I mean, my God. Guy in a wheelchair, couple LPs, mass murderer. <laughs> also, a guy who fucked everything walking. That was what they said about Alexander the Great. Like he was trisexual, dude. I love and then, that uh, about him. And then, uh, and then, and then Tom Cruise fits in there somewhere. Yeah, yeah, he's flying everybody around. Yeah. Well, no, he does do some. The, the, there's some weird stuff there too. So, do I get another pick here? You do not. But why no. don't you guys give us some honorable mentions? Mugsy Bogues. Thinking about odd job. Yeah, you job. mentioned that like I a week did. ago. Muggsy I thought Bugs. you would draft Oddjob for sure. I, in fact, no. I left him off. Yeah, bro. Oddjob used to hit motherfuckers with that shoe. Yeah, Oddjob was, was the best. Who throws the a shoe? shoe? You get the honestly. You get the entirety, <laughs> entirety. His little, his little, uh, his little <gasps> shoe, his little tuxedo shoe. The whole thing hits your neck. The best thing about Oddjob. So the best thing about Oddjob is just being able to run through events without crouching. Uh, and, and and to be able to hide in the in the bathroom stalls, <laughs> on the toilet, on the toilet, yeah. so like no one could see you. Can't see your head. Can't see You're your feet. You're saying about being short, just in general. In yeah, the game. for the game. You know oh. what we're talking about. Oh, talking about in, in gold in gold I didn't hear the beginning of the thing. That's oh what yeah, I was asking. Okay. Yeah, yeah, Chris yeah, is yeah. like gold. He, Chris is like this is a real person. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are playing a video game. <laughs> yeah. I didn't hear the beginning of it. Oddjob oh, was definitely a good character. Another honorable mention. Um. Or two, the actor from um, Goldfinger, like Mini Me. Yeah, Mini Me. Mini Me. Troyer. Troyer. Yeah, he was, he was. He was Vern super Troyer. popular. And then Stevo. Guys, Maradona right, was five four. We oh, no, 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 we man. We, we man. Jason Acuna. Maradona's five four. Did you know that, Reed? Who? Madonna. Maradona. Oh. Really? Yeah, that's what it said yeah, on the right. on the internet. All last that cocaine night. weighs you down. You seen those pictures of Madonna and Big Daddy Kane and Naomi Campbell? No. I'm her book. Big Daddy Kane. I got some I'll just rattle off now. Holy uh, I'm looking. Eddie Vedder, 5'7". Oh, is that her on the... Bob Marley, 5'8". Yeah, Bob Dylan, 5'7". That's... Well, hold on. That's Madonna. And Naomi Campbell. And Big Daddy Kane. <laughs> so are you saying Big Daddy Kane probably hit that after the uh, after that picture? no half-stepping. Yeah. <laughs> Who <laughs> fucked For Madonna? sure. Madonna's, Both of them. Madonna's uh, just... Just like, Stop. where is she? Where are they? What? Why? This is, this is from her book. There's it's more. Pi- book. There's more pictures. So, Chris, yeah. Phil Collins. Who's uh, her the reason I asked about the river earlier. Oh, Naomi Campbell. Naomi Campbell. Chris, the reason I asked you about that river earlier. How tall is Big Daddy Kane? I might have to redraft. <laughs> Phil Collins is five six. Oh, Phil Collins is five six. That and I he said, couldn't stand. It there. must have been in the deep end because he's listed at five six. No, he actually would have. That's the funny. That's funny as fuck. But Phil Collins, he watched the whole thing. Like well, he watched. All, yeah, yeah. That's interesting. I was there and I saw your face. I saw it with my own two eyes. So, so Phil Collins was pointing out that he Either saw he's a, guy a poor swimmer to save somebody, and he's a poor swimmer himself. Right. The song is, and I've never thought about this. What was Phil Collins doing? Writing a fucking song. It's about the guy that so <laughs> could have saved that other guy from drowning, dude. Making money off of a death. Hold on a second. Do you know this whole thing? Storytelling. No, in the air, in the air tonight. I know. Yeah, it's about that other guy that could have saved the other guy from <laughs> drowning. That's how we were talking about yeah. Stan earlier. Who do you think I witnessed it? 
But where where are you that you could just see the whole thing happening? You like up on a balcony, you can't get down to the beach? Mm. Is it, that what's it's, Phil it's just a myth that song is about that it's actually about somebody going through a divorce. Oh really? Ooh. So the whole time I was jogging around the the football field at eleven AM in St. Louis with chills. Some guy. Go ahead. Hit us with the mailbag and we'll get out of here. July fourth is coming up. What are your personal best glizzy situations? <laughs> it started because the other day I said that a strip club, uh, a glizzy outside the strip club. Yeah, and then, I, I and then we, to it. we cut it up in a social and made it, it sound was. like I was just eating a guy's dick in the parking lot <laughs> at 5 a.m. It's like there's a hot dog truck. I would know, the say the, and, the best. And like when I was watching the social, I was just smiling and then just my face. I was horrified 20 seconds later. <laughs> the hot dog truck part was over. I can only imagine the glizzy you were globbing down in <laughs> East St. Louis. At I was like, that 5, you go to the strip club, you get that 5 a.m. glizzy. In the parking lot? Yeah, you're just jump cutting that thing, in dude. In the parking lot. Yeah, dude. Not parking even indoor glizzies. Yeah. Outdoor glizzies. Yeah. Okay. I would say probably any, any glizzy that has a really high quality bun. Um, the bun is like what makes it really, and the char marks. It has to have like some dark char marks. Oh, for sure. Can't be a, a, a can't be a raw glizzy. Can't be out there clobbing raw glizzies. Now you can though. You can though. Um, I don't need grill marks on my glizzies if I'm at some really reputable place. Uh, Low key, the best glizzy I don't know. is like my this time my grandmother used to like make it like this. You split it yeah. down the middle. And open it a little bit uh -huh. so it's connected, and for whatever reason, like fry it on both sides that way, and you get that little char on the top, and that used to be so you good. Cut the glizzy, ketchup, ketchup, mustard. I'm a I'm a big I'm a big relish guy. Also. I eat glizzy sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> glizzy no bun, double. <laughs> Oh, and I'm a big, Don't and I'm a big, no I'm a big beans and frank guy. Also, I will say this, Nate. We used to stop at the Seven Eleven all the time and get glizzies at two in the morning. Yo, um, I, I, I could confess something. Like, is, is this a safe space? Sure. Once in a while, I stop and get a spicy bite from Seven Eleven. You get a what? A spicy bite. What's a spicy bite? So it's it's right next to the glizzies. It's like the slightly bigger <laughs> glizzy yeah. in there. Yeah. That's usually in between the little taquitos and the regular What animal glizzies. is in a glizzy? <sighs> Bro, to be 100% honest, it's probably all the animals. Because they say they make glizzies with the scraps of the meat market. So in my head, it's all of it. Glizzy's is the malt liquor of meat. But do you like bologna? Were uh, you a bologna fan? No, fuck no. Because they're all in the same category. It's just like, yeah, just the hey, like, what are we going to do with all this extra stuff? Yeah. It's kind of like, recycle, like yeah. recycled meat, you yeah. know? Yeah. That's interesting, Nate. It's weird. Do you, how do you feel? No, I'm not going to talk about this. <laughs> Go ahead, because we're about to finish. This is the last thing we're going to say. Well, this is worth it. Yeah. <laughs> You know, like the you know, like the like the trays, like the box trays that you get, like to go boxes yeah, and yeah, everything. Sure, sure, sure. Like you know how they're always like, like you can tell when they're like the recycled, like recycled ones. Yeah. Do you? Th I I think that's weird. Do you think that's weird? The fact it's no, it's that, like that, wearing, that, it, no. Okay, so this is interesting. That used to be garbage. I know, but 
the grays you used to put on in the NFL. There's these drawers where we'd come and get our grays. Like they're basically we'd wear these gray Russell Athletic underwears. That I took a whole box. I stole them. I uh, have my I own. Left. No, yeah. no, I know what you're about to say. No, no, no that's but, weird. But what I'm saying is, yeah, my Franken Beans is sitting where his Franken Beans was yesterday or three hours ago. If they washed it clothes quick enough, it's the same thing. It's actually less nasty than the grays. You know, they they basically wash the the cardboard. And then came out of the the dryer, and then now it's a recycled. Yeah, but like sometimes when you get those grays, they still might be a little wet. They still might stink a little. What about the what, kind of what about manager some, did you have? But dude? it's just I'm just saying, like when they're doing when they're cleaning this never cardboard, grays to be damp. When, but when they're cleaning these cardboard, like how do we know like that whatever's being recycled back into that? Bro, you're I eating think a glizzy weird. from from Seven yeah. Eleven. Yeah, I know. You're eating a glizzy with like another like a, a hot glizzy, dude. You're eating a hot glizzy. <laughs> <laughs> you're in there with a hot glizzy. Yeah, I don't dude. think the packaging should be your concern you're worried about the the fucking the thing you take home the the cancer bomb in dude that thing's loaded with radioactive material dude that's you had to reach behind the standard dog to get that 7-eleven oh this this shit's good by the way 7-eleven days coming up soon we'll do a podcast about it free slurpee yeah all right y'all take care